Fun riding co-pilot, man. Yeah, oh. no, it's been fun. What are we on day five or four? Or I think six, we started seven? doing it last Tuesday. I don't know. I'm having so much fun. I'm losing track of days. So I think last Tuesday was when we officially said, "Let's." Yeah, I think they went to the hospital last Tuesday, so that makes sense. Correct. So uh, lots of uh, lots of good stuff. It's been great starting the mornings with you, Shay. What's up, man? Um, Baseball is happening, I'm assuming. <laughs> it's totally invisible to me. Yeah, baseball's happening. There's some uh, – still early, you know. Some so being thrown, home runs being hit. Yeah. A lot of teams are figuring things out. Um, there is one guy uh, on the on the Indians that, uh, that can't there seem is, to – There's not, nobody on the Indians anymore. Well, this guy just cannot seem not to get on base. So, but uh, – Does he play for the Guardians? Yeah, I forgot the forgot the, uh, little Asian guy, but he wound up. He set a record. He got on base like he hasn't swung and missed at a pitch, right? Which is crazy to think. And Jay, yeah. I have no idea who you're talking about. If you gave me a list of names, it would be a complete guess. <laughs> and how you know this? How you're you talking know about this? Baseball guy, so. <laughs> um, why we're on baseball? And the, Mar- the Marlins, baseball. the Marlins are not doing too good, so. <laughs> um, well, listen, South Florida has three other teams that are killing it. So uh, yeah. we're, we're, good. we're good. We're good. We're good. Um, so while we're on baseball, though, shout out to all the women in our daily huddle. And you know that we find it very special. Yesterday was a first in Major League Baseball. Shay, give it to me. Yeah. So uh, she she filled in um, and. Uh, I forgot her name is name is slipping me, but she. So her in. name. So I will jump in. Her name is Alyssa Nakin. There you uh, go. She is the first um, female coach to be on the field. So there have been sure. female coaches in you know for practice and all like that in the dugout. She actually got on the field yesterday. So congratulations to her. She instantly goes right into the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame was ready. They took her helmet, and the helmet will be in the Hall of Fame, which is super cool. She's 31 years old. She's had a career in baseball. But I want I want to point out one thing. The manager, Gabe Kapler, who I don't even know who that is, but Gabe Kapler said she's been preparing for this moment her whole life. We talk about preparation, man. Good for you also said there's somebody else that um, is a minor league manager that won yesterday. Yes. Well, so the first game of the season was, I think, uh, last week for the minor league team. But the Yankees, had their single-A manager um, is a is a woman, uh, won, won her first game. Uh, you know, everybody congratulated her, and she's been in the Yankees organization for a while. They have, they've, you know, women, women have been in training and, you know, on the coordinators and things like that, but. But it was so I don't game. know of any women coaches in the NHL. I've yet to hear that barrier be broken 
but every other barrier has been broken, obviously not head coaches. Um, but basketball, Becky Hammond. Like did is screw it up again. God, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, our viewership is going up on this app, so that means that everyone is moving to YouTube, I would imagine. Everybody's transitioning. Yeah, so. love that. Love that. So let's move through this because I got a nice show today. As I said, this whole week, we're committed to life lessons, people who deliver life lessons, father to son, all of that other kind of stuff. So we got the women's coach. Shout out to the huddlers who are always getting together and doing good stuff. Show me a Devin and Joni and Lori Salarillo. Look at them. getting it So J.A. hosted an event um, that Hayden Kassan put on for uh, the um, ABC, the builders, and boy, what a what a great night. Sorry I missed that, but great to see when huddlers get together. And then the update of updates, Jake and I got to visit yesterday with Jules and uh, show me the baby update. Oh, my, my. <laughs> so uh, um, there is just so much joy around us. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. What a time of life. It was fun, wasn't it, Jake? It's super cool that we can bounce over there throughout the day. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we moved uh, no longer in West Palm. So we are each nine minutes away from uh, Mark and Jules and Gabby. So we went over there. The grandparents were over there. Everybody's looking for moms and Jules. So it's cool. Uh, pretty cool. So let's get to some wake up music. Today we're going to talk about one of my favorite authors who is constantly putting out life lessons. Then today the special feature is would you rather? And I know Jake has loaded up to grab me this week. So stay tuned. Here we go. Shay, just out of curiosity, what's the deal with LinkedIn, man? They got to get this act together. I don't know. It says that I checked it. It says it ended the broadcast for some reason. I don't know why, but yeah. Well, so Technical difficulties. We roll through it. It's life. Um, it's just a different path down the game of life. We're yeah, life and StreamYard has been doing a lot of updates. Uh, I, you know, yeah, gets, I don't, it's, it's good to see everybody bouncing over, using the comments, um, adapting on the fly. Yeah, I mean, we all, we'll have uh, almost 30 people on YouTube, which is, for live, is pretty cool. So, uh, you know, excellent. Thank you all for joining. Amanda, you get it going, man. Love it. Getting, getting too big for LinkedIn. Boom, I love it. Okay, so I'm going to introduce you to one of my favorite authors. The guy's name is Robin Sharma. Um, he is also bald, and I think there's powerful, uh, there's power in being bald. Um, if you haven't heard of him, let me play you two of his clips that will introduce you to a man who is just putting out amazing content every day. Relaxation and rest enables peak performance. Enables it. You can't 
perform at dominant levels without being incredibly relaxed, rested, fresh, and happy. So, um, comment. He, is, he has the most soothing voice I think I've ever heard. Like when he talks, like I just want to lay back and relax and think about my dreams. And <laughs> so you got to figure, you got to understand this guy's life plan. Um, he is of Indian descent. He was born in Canada. He was very smart. And at age 25, he was an attorney and said, I don't want to be an attorney. This is not fulfilling. And he wrote a book called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. He wound up self-publishing the book. Has went gone on to write 10 or 12 amazing books he puts out. Unbelievable stuff. Uh, one of the things that I love that he put out was called The Declaration. It's about 70 pages pages of how to live a great life. I can promise you I will be teaching that to Jules, teaching it to Kai when I get to take him away. But, you know, the book that really changed direction for me and for Mark um, was The Saint, The Surfer, and The CEO. Um, a, a, one of those stories that was very similar parable about his own life of where you never know where you're going to get direction or inspiration. And then he puts out stuff like this. Give me that next video. Every person who activates your sorrow, anger, frustration, depression, disappointment, rage is actually come into your life, has actually come into your life to teach you love. Bang! <laughs> Can I get a bang on that one, please? Pulls up, three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! When so, that one's a hard one to digest. What do you mean? Right. All that come into my life that bug the shit out of me are there for a reason, number one. And the reason is to teach me love and tolerance and acceptance. Uh, Karina, I don't know how to pronounce that, Gwen Rosto, Stro. She gets it. She knew that book is a game-changing, life-changing book. The game of life, when you talk about what happens to this guy in the book, it's so, so amazing. So um, of all the books he's done, of all the things he's done, he puts out regular content. Puts out a, a, a book, I'm sorry, a, um, a list of content every single day that really works. One of the things I grabbed from him years ago was the rules for remarkable. Uh, Jake, do you have the list? I do. Being prepared today, I guess. You what? I said, yes, I do. Good. I, I'm sorry, I was distracted. There's people texting me saying I can't get on LinkedIn. I'm like, hello? It's part of the show. Right. You know? YouTube, YouTube, yeah. YouTube's default. Always go to YouTube default. Um, Shay, can you respond to Gary Rogelski? Tell him to shoot over there. Yeah, don't don't um, Gary, His whole team watch it every morning. So, so anyway, Jake, back to the show. Give me uh, rules for remarkable. Number one. Number one, give more than you take, and I, I think that's a, a lesson you've instilled in us. Uh, forget the exact wording, or give to get is the rule in the book. Um, and I think you've lived by that philosophy forever. You're heavily involved in philanthropy with, you know, JA and uh, United Way, obviously, and the other ones you assist. And it, it, it's not about you. I think it's, you know, it's not always about you. Give me, me, me. 
of giving it out to the world and what comes back is more far more remarkable than what you would take and get if you just took for yourself. You know, I feel that way about everything in my life. I much prefer to give gifts, you know, and the gifts could be, you know, content, could be direction. We had a great conversation with a young lady named Lisa Bowman, who uh, used to be the CMO for United Way. She's in a very interesting story. Way to go, Gary. Gary found us, man. Way to go. Scavenger hunt. Um, And I reached out to her. She wrote this book. And I'm not going to give away the story because she's going to be my guest on Tell Me Something Good. But I said to her, are you open to me sharing some perspective? And I did. And she was like dumbfounded. She goes, like, who are you? You Who does that kind of stuff? Number two, be the most optimistic person in the room. Now, I want you to today spend the day listening to the people around you and what most of their comments are. Most of their comments are bitching and moaning about something. Talk to me, Jake. Yes, no. no I go, I immediately go to, uh, I'm blanking on its name, but I follow this content, um, the positive versus optimistic mindset. Uh, it's the other guy who produces a bunch of, uh, shame on me for lack of preparation there. Um, I, uh, Simon Sinek, he okay. does the whole thing about being positive and optimistic and how it's not the same. And I just think optimistic means having a plan. Like you're not just, it's not just endless positivity and it's going to happen. You're optimistic and you're, you're optimistic about the plan you set and therefore you are about the future. So. Love it. Um, I'm only going to do a couple of these. There's 26. I really want to have time to get to motivational music, which is great. And then, uh, you know, would you rather, um, manners matter, you know? So like I, by instinct, hold the door for people. So it's so funny you say that. So I, I was in the elevator yesterday. It'll be a quick story, but not to shoot my high horn, but I'd like to be a, a person with manners and a good character and try to be nice to the people who you know share this earth with us and i'm coming down the elevator and there was an old lady who lives in our building who was walking very slow and i was i took my time and she was in the middle of the hallway and i could have gotten frustrated walked around her been a douche and i sat behind her and i walked very slowly and she goes oh i'm so sorry thank you for being so kind and then i got to the end of the hall before her and i waited for her with the door open because she had a cane and she goes you don't have to wait and i go I don't have to do anything, you know? And I held the door and said, thank you so much. That made my day. So it's it's not how it makes me feel, even though it's selfish because it makes me feel like a better person. But the impact you have on other people, you never know. So. so this is so good, this content. I'm flipping the balance of it to do the whole show tomorrow. We'll just stay on Robin Sharma. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, this is- Yeah, so this let's is, save it for tomorrow. Right. This is great content. Anybody that wants to have a virtual coffee and talk to me about rules for remarkable, please do that. Let's go to motivational music and then would you rather? Waking up at the start of the end of the world. What a feeling just like every other morning before. Now I wonder what my life is going to mean if it's gone. The cars are moving like a half a mile an hour and now. Started staring at the passengers and waving goodbye. Can you tell me what was ever really special about me all this time? But I believe the world is burning to the ground.
Let's see how far. So yesterday was a Matchbox 20 day here at the Noodleberg residence. We were rocking and rolling, doing all that kind of stuff. So great music, great stuff. Let's get into the segment. Would you rather has its own music and then we rock and roll. Would you rather? I'm all, I'm ready for you. Bring it. I do not know the questions, so that's cool. Okay, so let's start with this one because I think this one fits you to a T. Would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed everywhere you went? Oh, there. first of all, phenomenal would you rather. I would much prefer and always make the decision to be the best dressed guy in the room, no matter what. There is no doubt that has served me so well as opposed to think about if you show up to something that's really nice and everybody's dressed nice and you look like a slob. That's Actually, a I want to plug that we showed up to this company that we're working with to sell party at night. And you showed up in a full, I think you were wearing, uh, I forget what it was. It was colorful. It was colorful for North Carolina, you know? And everybody made a comment. And in my head, I was like, good or bad, you stood out. However you thought about it. And then you ended up talking about it in the presentation the next day when you went all black. So, so it's interesting because for me, that's the packaging conversation. Right. You know, you, you could basically, and this is true, you know, what happened at Publix. Publix repackaged their own brand. Now it's the number one selling brand in the store because it's attractive. So why not be attractive? Why not take every chance right. to be your best? Fantastic. Number two. Would you rather have universal respect or unlimited power? Universal respect. Why? Um, so power, why, does, why does power not equal respect? I was going to say power comes and goes. Power um, can be taken where respect is earned. Little nugget on Wisdom Wednesday. <laughs> Robin Sharp is out. Noodleberg is in. Okay. This one is not as deep. Would you rather buy 10 things you don't need every time you go shopping or always forget the one thing you need when you go to the store? Oh, God. Because <laughs> there's nothing worse than forgetting something at the grocery store. Well, nothing worse. So knowing that I forget that thing every time. <laughs> so it's, it's always funny because... Whenever you go to the store, same thing with Home Depot. You don't go into Home Depot and buy one thing. You wind yeah. up buying all this shit. You walk out and shit, I needed light bulbs. Right. So. But like buying 10 extra items, I don't know. Uh, 10 would be, I'd rather forget one forget than one. 10 extra items. That feels obsessive. Okay. All right. Would you rather buy all used underwear or all used toothbrushes? Say it again because you're not coming in clear. Would you rather buy all used underwear or all used toothbrushes? 
Oh Lord. <laughs> Lord. So some of these are just dark and terrible. But for me, there's no doubt it would be underwear. No doubt. I'm no not doubt? Putting, yeah, I get I'm not somebody else's toothbrush in my mouth. That's not happening. Okay. Would you rather be always stuck in traffic but find a perfect parking spot or never hit traffic but always take forever to find a parking spot? Oh, wow. Wow. So I don't know who it is who said toothbrushes, man, but that is funky. So whoever that, <laughs> listen, listen, if you if you are with me ever and you need mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, you're going to die. I'm just telling you. So, um, okay. So the question again is, I think stuck I Stuck in traffic, but find parking spots or never stuck in traffic, but have to spend time finding so you know this. Look at Amanda's going commando. <laughs> That's the answer of the century. Um, so I'm going to say, and you've been in the car with me, parking spot. I want, you know, I have trained myself. That's the laws of attraction. Most people pull up and say, oh, it's crowded. I'm not going to get a parking spot. I go to the front and inevitably get one. So uh, this is, Gary's into it, man. I did have a guy borrow it's so good. All right, here we go. We'll finish with this one. Would you rather have The Rock or Vin Diesel play you in a movie? Um. Wow. Wow. I came up with that one on my own. Pretty proud of that one. Wow. <laughs> no. um, I'm gonna say. Um, I'm gonna say Vin Diesel. Why? Because I think he's much more my look. You know, so actually, I went to, uh, believe it or not, I went to a Bible study on Monday night. Thank you, Greg Wallach, if you're watching. Um, whole group, room full of men. First three people I met, they go, wow, man, you have like an amazing voice. What do you do? These are people I've never met. And then they go, you remind me of that actor. And they go, they could, we're right. still under. go, Vin Diesel, yeah, that's him. You know, so it's, uh, you know, so I feel more like Vin Diesel. Here's a shocking fact for you. I met Vin Diesel. I met Vin Diesel and was so surprised because he's like four foot five. I mean, he's, he's a midget. He's a like, midget. So they film him at angles to make it look like he's taller. <laughs> you know, so, you know, it's like, I was so disappointed because here, and I said this to the guys the other night, I go, when Vin Diesel does a movie, I get more popular. Right. You know, literally, you know, I can hear in the airport. You know, and it's like when someone walks up to you, you know, and says something, you go, no, I'm nobody. No, 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 I'm somebody. I'm not who you think I am. Well, like The Rock and Vin Diesel, when they're in a movie together, is like catchphrases galore, back to back, you know, with the angles. Oh. It's like Horatio King from uh, CSI Miami, you know, the right. angles with the glasses. <laughs> but there it is. Another those are great questions. Those are really good. This is a great segment because we can take any one of those questions and ask somebody else. You know, Everybody just has an opinion. Um, Tom Cruise is also very short. He is my height. That is confirmed. So um, you, have actually, you have actually, you actually know Tom Cruise. You've been in the same elevator. I promise you, though, he feels a hell of a lot bigger than 5'8 when you meet him. I promise you that. But uh, thank you for joining us. It is another Wisdom Wednesday with the Noodleberg. What time is it? It is time to get down to business. Please don't worry about me. 
I'm about to let my heart speak My friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this 